Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to P for P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin. It is that hour, and you know what's next. This program is sponsored by P for P Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship in the world. If you are a drug free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on as well as a vehicle to drive your goals, like a Mack truck through ice cream, check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's talk. I am Desiree Fletcher, and he is Kalen Patterson, and together yes, we yes. are P4P <laughs> Real Talk, and there is the man of the hour. And speaking of the man of the hour, if uh, you guys have had a chance to visit one of our um, Facebook pages, because we have a couple, we have Midwest Muscle, and then also P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin. Uh, Midwest mm-hmm. Muscle, we cover everything dealing with uh, natural bodybuilding as best as we can cover it. And then on P4P Real Talk is where we house all of the links for our shows. So. You guys can either find us on the archives at uh, www.blogtalkradio.com slash P4P Real Talk, or just go to P4P yep. Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin on Facebook, and you can find all of our shows there. Well, a good number of our shows. We don't have all of our shows out there. Your best bet is the archive on the website. But anyway, um, I just want to say the reason why I even brought this all up is if you check out Midwest Muscles, Facebook page, you will see why Kalen Patterson is a very, very happy guy this evening, and that he has been for a couple of days. So uh, Uh if you go out there, you are going to find, I know, he's, he's not even remembering now because he's just, you know, always happy all the time for the most part, but... One of our friends, we've had her on the show, Jess Orban, she has created a recipe for P for P snickerdoodle whey protein cheesecake. And I hear it is absolutely phenomenal. So you know as soon as Kaylin found that out, he was doing all kinds of happy dances. Yeah. All kinds. So check out Midwest Muscle on Facebook. The link to the recipe is there, and if you need to uh, grab some snickerdoodle protein all on your own, see, guys, I'm not a hater. Even though chocolate is going to win out in oh, the weekend, yes, yes. I can give a shout-out. I can give a shout-out to the snickerdoodle and this cheesecake. All right? Yeah. All right. We got that. All right. Both now that winners. that's out of the way. <laughs> yes, both are winners. Both are winners. Um, we have got not one – not two, but three very wonderful joining us on the show tonight. And I'm actually going to ask Mr. Kalen Patterson to set the stage and let folks know who we're going to be speaking with. Crikey. There's an example. There's Crikey. A <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy. Yes, I'm a happy fella. I- I'm really happy. I'm so happy that there's not one, not two, but all three people that are just having a great time together. And now they wanted to join us, and we're honored to have them join us, and we're thankful that they're joining us because this is a big weekend. 
happening out in Vegas, and I'm not talking about the slot machines. Yeah, you might uh, do a little gambling. Yeah, but you don't have to gamble on these people because they're real deals. I'm talking about Tanaka, Mr. Machia, and a guy named uh, some Lipton Tea or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) they're on the show tonight, and we're going to talk about the upcoming uh, INBA Natural Olympia. And and I'm just – we got some Midwest representation. We got the old side of it, and we also got the Cali side. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming up in there. But we're going to enjoy this, and they're going to break down what's going on and what's happening in the atmosphere in the arena. And we'll get the show started. Please, we'll start with the ladies first. There I go. Say hello. Jada, Tanika here. Hey. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, Mark and Eric, you might as well jump in, too, and we'll come back around to Tanika's story to tell a little bit more about herself. But if you two could give a little refresher of who each of you are for our listeners as well, that would be Fantastic. Well, I'll start, Eric. So, Mark, here. let's start um, with you. Okay, Eric. Well, Mark, there wait, wait, just a second. And so I'm on. Um, thank you so much for having me. Long-term, uh, long-time competitor, 34 years, INBA since uh, 1990 when it was ABA, and um, competing this weekend in Grandmaster Pro Bodybuilding. And just love the organization, love natural bodybuilding, and love your show. So just happy to be a part of it all. Yay! All right, Marcel, don't be shy. Well, Mark, Mark's attending to Little Miss Bella South, and um, oh. he's our <laughs> PH360 nutrition coach. Extraordinarily great chef. He cooks all my meals. Being female, I don't have to lift a finger because uh, Mark's in the house to uh, sort me out and set me right. And uh, yeah, here he is directly. Hi, Juan. I've seen those guns, so I know you're lifting more than a finger. <laughs> yeah, but not but, but not much in the kitchen, KP. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what she was saying. That's what she was saying. She gave you a very nice shout-out. So, hey, and if I had someone who could cook like you, cook for me all the time, you better believe I would take advantage Ooh, of that. Careful. That's for careful. sure. Careful. <laughs> no, Corey can cook, but well, I can't even say he cooks. He mostly grills, but and he can make okay. some very mean scrambled eggs. So he will cook, but I don't think he's oh, quite on the right. level as Mark South, and he would probably <laughs> agree with that too. We've seen some pictures oh. of what Mark South can whip up, and I'm pretty sure I'm not on the level of Mark South. So we just got to give props where props are due. Yeah, I got to hear about him making this. Uh... I know. I think that's what he, I think that was his goal is that you would give it a go and make it for him. See, so even Kayla's getting in on the Mark South cooking for him action. See, you see how this is happening? Very good. A new famous Chicago cheesecake. There you go. Oh, yeah. With the snickerdoodle part of it, I bet it would be tops. Oh, yeah. I'm drooling already. Can you see it? Can you see it? (laughs) 
if it's made for you, KP, it's going to have to be one hell of a big cheesecake. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. <laughs> I'll fit it all in in one bite. <laughs> oh, no, you still got some contest prepping to do. You're not going to be fitting anything in for a couple more months. <laughs> okay, the the National Olympia next year then. Okay, yeah, there we go. Date. It's a date. It's a date. So, guys, that's what we're here to talk about tonight is the INBA, PNBA, Natural Olympia. That's what everybody has been in Vegas for. It's an international show. We've got some international athletes, and we, of course, we've got Eric Lipton along with us, who is a longtime pro natural athlete. So talk to us about what's been going on in Vegas, what that atmosphere has been like, and just the highlights of what you guys have seen. And anybody can well, start. You guys just, work it out. People are just starting to arrive. People are just starting to arrive for it. Um, registration is today. Um, a lot of us make it like a week-long event. Um, and uh, amateurs, mostly amateur classes tomorrow, pro on uh, Saturday. Then we have a great like, Hall of Fame uh, awards brunch on Sunday. And tonight there's a big uh, like a little reception. We, had, we already um, – we all had to register earlier, but it's the international nature of this that makes it unbelievable. Like we, you know, gather from all the different countries, all the different cultures, and we uh, we share training. Um, there, I have a good friend, Willie Franco, uh, who's going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame uh, Sunday, for instance. 67 years old, tremendous physique, has beaten some of the top people in the world, some legends over the years. And uh, we try and talk on the phone. I don't speak too much Spanish. He doesn't speak too much English, but we still try and make it work. And that's the kind of thing that happens, and we learn from each other. In fact, he put me through such a hard ab workout. I was, I was crouched over all week. And same thing, I've worked shoulders with Tenica a couple of days ago, and they're still absolutely killing me because the techniques and the concentration. So we, we share information, and uh, we work out hard together. Mark showed me some stuff, some little tweaks. And, and we push each other, and we all are goal-oriented. Uh, you just can't beat this. That's the whole energy of it. Uh, it's a lot of love from start to finish. And so that's why, for me, you can't beat this event. Awesome, awesome. So, I don't know. So, Tenica, I mean, how are you feeling coming into the competition? I'm feeling really great after a good week of uh, water loading. So I have never used that strategy before. Um, I had a quick chat with my good friend, John Gorman, and uh, he suggested from simple picks that I just need to water load. So it's six liters every day leading up to the show. So um, it's looking great. It's working. My body's coming um, tighter each day, and I'm yeah very happy for a simple tip. And, um, you know, things are great. Thanks. Now, you just recently competed <clears throat> at another show. Was that the warm-up to this one, or did you already know that uh, you wanted to do both and, and do well at both? I came wanting to do good at both. Uh, Wednesday when we landed was just a big nightmare. Um, a few things happened, so I couldn't get any training in that day. Cortisol was high. Uh, water retention stayed I got my woman Lee and uh, competed on the Saturday. Not quite ready, but hey, I presented a great package and I did my best with what I had to go with. So I'm um, coming into Olympia. All of that's cleared now. I'm in a great mental state. Got all the training in. 
I've added in extras as well, using the jacuzzi every night. I'm using the spa jets to massage my body. And um, yeah, with the also loading with the water and um, keeping the sodium up. So um, on comp day, drop water and sodium and um, hopefully look full when I carb up on the day. All right, fantastic. And now what was the show that you just competed in and how did you finish? At the World Cup, I did Pro Figure Classic. So that's a one-piece suit. Um, became champion in that category and went on to Pro Figure. So that's two-piece bikini, that's our good old uh, Pro Figure. Uh, we had five in our lineup and came in at second against another Australian, Angela Wiseman. So she came in with a tighter, more conditioned package. So um, yeah, I took second to a fellow Australian, even though I'm a Kiwi living in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so now here real quick and any of you can and chime in on this but talk to us about pro figure classic because that's going to be or just figure classic that's going to be a category that not a lot of our listeners are very familiar with and how is that differing from figure i mean other than the suit choices to be completely honest it's exactly the same and the suits are different so the yeah. criteria is the okay. same. I suppose girls tend to go for the bikini because they get to show their abs. In the one piece, obviously, it's covering your tummy. So coming back after having Bella and being a new mum, I entered that class only just last year. Fell in love with it and basically decided to do it again this year as an extra because my figure looks great in both suits, basically. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm liking the sound of that. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love the company. Now, Eric, as a photographer, I'm sure having a physique like Tanika and, uh, you know, with the diet being dialed in like it is, has got to be awesome to deal and also to get the chance to work out with them to see, you know, what's going on uh, physically and mentally. Being in the sport as long as you have, how, how much does it mean to know that the level of competition is increasing year after year? Oh, I absolutely love it, and it's not only increasing. People get better as they get older, and I'm talking – it's actually shocking when you see the divisions like the over 50, over 60. Um, you know, you look at the over 60, and it was so unbelievably competitive, it would have been a lot better than like 20, year ago, 20 years ago, the over 40. You got guys like Sammy Sis, Colum and Toth. Oh. Yeah, and oh. Willie Franco, who are so unbelievably good. You think, how is this possible that over 60, if the public saw this, can't believe what it would do, health, you know, health-wise, to see that people age this well. And Willie was doing chins with um, it was uh, 50 pounds, eight reps, 67 years old. Hey, who does that? You know, so that's what I'm saying is these health benefits. So the, the competition gets better every year. We all learn from each other, and we all support each other, and that's the big difference. It's, you know, you did a show 20, 30 years ago. Everyone's sequestered in the corner. No one's talking. Now we're all supporting each other. You know, you've got good friends. And and really, however the placings go, you're competing against your good friend. You just we're just trying to improve ourselves, and so that's at least the attitude a lot of us I think are taking now. But as a photographer, yeah, working with Tenika, it's just absolutely amazing. She knows what she's doing. Gorgeous shot after gorgeous shot, and, and so it, it's awesome and it's really fun. And I've got you know great photography advice from another top professional bodybuilder, Rich Fry, who's a great photographer as well, and. and so we even share those photography tips as you know as well, and we all help each other pose. And even in the act of posing, we get better and better at our, our sport. So I love it. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, and it's just, I know, I agree with you, just so many exciting things that continue to happen in the sport. So it's great to watch how it evolves year over year. And I'm actually glad you brought up the name of Sammy Sis because we have been trying to get that man on the show. I don't know if he <laughs> listens or if he's listening now, but Sammy, if you are, dude, show us some love. Call us back. <laughs> Message us. Send a letter in the mail. I don't care what it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Guy, I've been trying to interview him for, for magazines. I've been trying to do, you know, because I'm a writer as well, and it's hard to get him to do it. He's very humble, but just a remarkable physique over the decades. Uh, First-class guy, unbelievable physique. Just everything about him is fantastic. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try and talk to him tonight about it. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, that would Thank be great. You. When you see him, say, hey. <laughs> I will. I'll and Ben, they have a Kaylin and I. We'll, we'll appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I can I get that he's shy. It doesn't have to be real long, but, you know, we just want to hear his voice for a little bit and ask him a few really easy questions so he doesn't have to be worried. But because uh, we <laughs> save all of our hard questions for people like Mark's house. <laughs> and here is one for you, Mark. How in the heck... Was the trip over here, and uh, it sounds like acclimation might have been a little bumpy, but you guys are on the right track now. So how are the Aussies doing in Vegas? Because I know you got the baby Bella there also. Uh, the trip is it's, it's not too long for us. It's not like going to the UK. I think it's like 14 hours in the air. So oh, no. those daughters, 14 hours in the air. So um, it's mm. probably about... 18-hour round trip. We we didn't arrive condition. Well, we did arrive in the best condition. We just made a few mistakes along the way that stretched our, our time out. But we've had, you know, some good time to to settle in, to show Bella around the place, uh, buy her a few toys and a few things like that, that. That is great. Mom then gets comfortable into her routine to set up quite nice and well for herself. And, yeah, it's good. And, of course, meeting everybody is... Uh, you know, it's great. It just raises that positive energy. And uh, we were lucky to travel with a few people as well. Um, a young lad called Lawrence, who's in the disability wheelchair class, doing his first Olympia, uh, is looking absolutely spot on fantastic. Um, he's over the moon and quite emotional to be here. He didn't think he could do anything like this a few years ago. And now he's here and he has a very good chance of a gold medal. So, it's just been great. We love it in America. Uh, people seem to love Tanaka as well, which really helps. Um, great Same. friends like yeah, like Eric, etc. So it's good, really good. <laughs> you must be like a seam in a, in a piece of clothing. I I I I think you're mistaking that word. A seam to like Tanaka. Seam? No, no. We love her. She's got it going on. She's got it going on. And and and. Let, let's be honest. I mean, every time she comes here, she's followed around by everybody, and then I'm sure she probably gets uh, to slap a couple of people around, maybe, you know, let them know she's not a slap machine, stuff like that. But it's nice, <laughs> it, it's nice oh, yeah. to know somebody right that's about that, that energetic. And, and, yeah, go ahead, Eric. No, I was going to say, you know, I mean, she is talented. I, I would love to see someone, you know, have her host a show, an exercise show, um, something like, you know, ESPN used to have a show on that. I mean, between the just everything. That'll be named the Yeah, I'd love to see Tenica, you know, even their name. Tenica, it's perfect for that. And um, yes. just 
I think people would be drawn to it. Just, I mean, if you ever watch her training videos, they're remarkable. She knows what she's doing. She's got a great personality, a great look. Um, so if anyone's listening is interested, I mean, I think she would be ideal to be like a host of some kind of exercise show, though. But, but you're right. People are just drawn to her wherever we go. You know, there's certain athletes, after doing this a long time, she's definitely in that, that class where people are just drawn to her. I agree 100%. I, I don't have any doubt, and I already got the name picked out, Babe on the Boob. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't think he's ever forgotten that. I'll climb that back now. <laughs> and I have to watch which expressions I pick up here, you know. <laughs> Another one will understand. Uh Ah, shoot, no doubt. So, yeah, if you guys want to catch up on that little inside joke there, you're going to have to uh, check the archives. (laughs) (laughs) Seneca on in the past, and she was sharing some of early motherhood stories. And, uh, and yeah, Kaylin's just never quite forgotten that one. So (laughs) she was like, you still get the biggest kick out of that. All right, guys. So who among you knows about how many athletes are we expecting over the weekend, Um, different classes, categories, countries, um, all of that great kind of stuff? Kind of fill us in. I I didn't get that clarified this time. Um, I certainly have two full days, morning to night. Um, So I'm not sure exactly how many. We, We definitely have a lot of countries, Central Europe, in Asia, uh, yeah, in New Zealand, Australia. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure the total number. Well, Desiree, as an example, I was told there was 17 pro figure girls, and that's one category. Okay. If we look down how many categories are in our federation, uh, yeah, more than 300 entries into the classes easily. Wow. So in, that, in saying that, though, we can double up. So I'm doing two classes. That would class as two entries. So there's more than 300 entries easily. Yeah, and it's grown to 12 in the Grandmasters Pro Bodybuilding. My class is 12 now. And it, you know, it wow. The first year. And, so, and I'm telling you, these athletes are mind-blowing. And, and that's, I love that. And that's the way it should be. So, yeah, that's. So each each division really is stacked with top athletes. No. I was going to say pro physique pool numbers too. Last year they had seventeen, and the bikini class, whoa, they're huge numbers too. So um, yeah, we and that's just pros. You can imagine how many amateurs have entered. <laughs> no, no doubt. And I I love these numbers, and I you know because this is something that I had been asked uh, midway through the year. And I just couldn't see any relevance to it other than, you know, somebody basically trying to put a downer on it when they said that natural bodybuilding was dying. And I said, with all these natural athletes, I just don't see how that's possible. So, you know, I I think it was just a lull and people were frustrated and this was the anger that was and frustration that was coming out. But after all the vile and, you know, ignorance that was said, I see the truth, and I've always seen the truth. As long as you've got natural athletes, there will be some stage that they need to compete on. And what bigger stage than the uh, natural Olympia? So, you know, with that kind of understanding and that kind of drive and, and motivation, I just can't see it going anywhere anytime soon. What do you think, Des? Well, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. thousands of Facebook friends, and I get posts 
almost weekly at this competition season of natural athletes competing worldwide in numerous natural bodyboarding events. So it's definitely not dying. Australia alone, I can't even count on one hand how many natural federations that we have in the different states of Australia. My Facebook is just loaded week after week in this general season. Um, season B being like the second half of the year with, yeah, basically spam, bodybuilding, natural bodybuilding spam. So, uh, no, believe me, it's, it's, if you've got the right connections, you know it's uh, alive and kicking. All right, that's awesome. Hey, guys, I want to take a quick second to give a shout-out to Stacy Johnson. She's listening to P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin for the first time. So welcome to Listenerland, Stacy, and I hope you enjoy your time with us. Um, and we, <laughs> I will have to say, we are getting comments from our listeners, and they are just blown away. So they must be lurking on your Facebook page, Tinica on uh, just how amazing you look right now. Um, you know, we've got a, your biceps are the best they've ever seen. And I will say, if Eric took that one shot of you where you are holding the dumbbells in front of you and your shoulders and biceps are just exploding, I would say, yeah, <laughs> that is an amazing I shot. I got a lot of shots like that, too. She was looking crazy in every picture. It was unbelievable. And then I was trying to keep up with her. Oh, my God. My shoulders were killing me. I'm serious. Let me share a quick one. So, it's called a shoulder complex combo, and um, they're 15 reps, four exercises. So seated dumbbell front raises, slow controlled to 15 reps. It takes me more than a minute to do that because it's slow and controlled. I try and pause at the top for two to three seconds, and um, then follow 10 seconds. Um, seated dumbbell lateral raises. Again, try to at least have a small pause at the end range, and that takes about a minute if you've done done properly under um, good technique. And then standing dumbbell lateral raises, and then a rotational dumbbell shoulder press. So that's 60 reps for four exercises done back-to-back with only 10 seconds rest, one-minute recovery, do it again for four rounds. It's insane. Oh, oh my, my God. Goodness. It feels like your shoulders are going to drop off. <laughs> it's awesome, though. I know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking my shoulders are burning just listening to it. <laughs> my shoulders are burning reps. just listening to it. 240 within 20 minutes. If done correctly, it shouldn't take any longer than 20 minutes. 20 minutes, you said? I don't know. Well, that, you did that that take so me about a, a minute, hours. minute to exercise them slowly <laughs> with a minute rest. Four rounds, so yeah. Yes. She looked like a martial yep, artist. Yep, yep. It was total concentration, perfect form. And then I, I tried to follow along, and and I've been training hard. I they were killing me. I woke up this morning and they were just in shock. So um, yeah, it definitely worked. <laughs> it looks like well, I think Tanika, you read my mind because wow. I was going to ask Eric what that workout was, but you already laid it out for us. So we, I mean, I know everybody's out there fast and furiously scribbling notes trying to keep up with it. They're going to be trying it, guaranteed. Let's hope they can shoulder the load. (laughs) (laughs) So people are wondering about the type of weight. See, I work in kilos, but um, what was available downstairs at the gym? So the front raises, the seated front raises and lat raises were just the 10 pounds. And then I jumped up to the 15 pounds for the standing lat raises and rotational shoulder press. 
Wow. That's, That's going to be an interesting show when she does it in kilos and uh, and the regular weight. Well, I shouldn't say regular for us. Regular for us, but not regular for you. That's kind of a, <laughs> kind of a narcissistic statement. I apologize. I, I want to see this work out, and I know that uh, Mark's going to make that happen. I just know. Now, Mark, when you have all this insanity, does that change the diet in any way for her? Or, you know, how do you get your meals ready for what she's going to do when she's hitting the gym? Well, the main thing is uh, gym times might change, you know, slightly because we've got family commitments or better needs attention or whatever, or I'm out doing something and I need to get back. For instance, uh, we basically have everything cooked up and prepared for that whole day, so it's ready and available for her to put in there. And it's basically carb rotation at the moment. She's, um, you know, on uh, reasonable protein, not a huge amount. Um, basically spinach and leaf just to keep her metabolism up. Um, her drinks between time. And, yeah, just just rotating carbs quite light at the moment while she's cutting a little bit with, with the fluids. But it's, it's, it's all about knowing what she needs in her preparation and keeping her carbs around, utilizing them around her training so she can get a little bit more easier access and then as she burns then start to try and you know get a little bit of fat and protein release uh, fat energy so yeah but it's just uh, watching her over time and how she works and how she responds really which is something you need to you know really measure against the performance of the physical person so we have of course we live together we see each other all the time so it becomes a little bit more easier than say seeing a client once or twice a month but yeah, she's good, and she's she knows the body. She knows when she might need a little bit more, and she knows how to take it and that. So yeah, it becomes like second nature, but it's all in the preparation. Food has to be in the fridge, and then it it has, has to be cooked. So I know my role. She knows hers. All right. That's awesome. So, Eric, I, I know right now you got to be a little bit jealous that you don't have a mark of your own, but how are you handling all of your nutritional needs and the like throughout, you know, this week as well going into showtime. Oh, that's going good. Um, I, I don't mind being on a diet. I am actually want to, you know, keep rolling with it. Uh, being a little bit older, um, you know, I, I see that I cannot, I can't drift, you know, as, you know, so true. I think that, Very true. yeah, so 53 now and I, I want to really, I have as much desire to be, you know, to improve and be at my best now. And, again, it's not about the placing. I just want to, you know, look good, feel good, make, be a good role model. I don't, I'm not worried about the placing. Um, and so uh, I, I want to continue with it the best I can. I'm not going to go much heavier in the off season and really work on quality. And, you know, for instance, you know, we're walking through um, yesterday through the Rio, and I ran to Rhoda Elliott from New Zealand. And he is mapped head to toe in veins. And it looked just at, spectacular. When I watched him compete last year, he looked similar to a Lee Labrada, just perfect. And I think, you know, wow. not that I'm going to look like that, but you look at that and say, okay, what's possible? What can, how can I look my best, you know, structurally and all that? So as far as diet, I have no problem. I'm very disciplined. Um, you know, I keep tweaking it, and I learn from everybody. And everyone's got a different style, and it's amazing. They all seem to work. They've all accomplished something special. Um, it's a very complex, you know, subject. Uh, but for me, I, I definitely have no problem with the discipline of it, and I don't mind cooking. Uh, I see Mark is very handy with that. I'm not. I can't say I'm as you know good of a cook, but um, I have no problem with that element. 
Yeah, um, the, the thing that I, I like you're talking about is that, you know, it, pe- like people are being more consistent, male and female, you know, the older they're getting, we're trying to stay with top-notch caliber, not, you know, like stage lean, but being more uh, disciplined with their diets year-round. And the benefit of that is you do have competitors like, uh, you know, Tanaka, you have uh, competitors like uh, Marshall Johnson, Sammy Sis, where it's so much a part of their life that it's not really different from, you know, competing and also just being normal in life at the gym and just staying around and hanging around it. And it does benefit the body a lot better than basically, you know, blowing up in the off season and then beating yourself beyond reason to try and get it dialed in. So, you know, I, I love that you brought that up. Uh, Mark, I'm sure it's, uh, it's, there's got to be a lot of benefits to good health, overall health, by staying healthier year-round. Anything to add to that? Yeah, sure. I mean, Tanaka, as an example, we don't you – know, I've, I've not recorded her over 14% fat all year, um, and that was – you know, the 14% was just recently when she had a bout of laryngitis, and it really crippled her for a while. Um, but even when she can't go to the gym, she becomes unbearable to live with. It's like I need to go and buy a new house to get a bit of peace and quiet. It's because, you know, that routine and that, and that feeling of downness is, you know, the continuation is just not there. The challenges have gone away. She's just crippled. So people's health by eating right and knowing what works for them and especially knowing how they feel, how they've responded to that food, um, you know, there's, it's great in every aspect of life. Um, you know, you find that they're very active with their families. They're very active in the mind. They're, they they have other hobbies outside of bodybuilding as a result of eating so well. They're just energy is there. Of course, a few of them, um, you know, have to go through a little bit of, let's say, harder times towards a closer preparation. Um, but that's, you know, it's something that, Every year they're learning about themselves and how to cut that period shorter by doing things a little bit different in the leader. Um, but you know, when you're eating a plant-based diet and not relying so much on proteins, uh, supplements, and this and that, of course, you know, it's just natural these people are going to feel better and feel the benefit from having a diet or, or having an eating regime. Not so much a diet to call it is wrong. Uh, you know, eat, eat having a regime like that that you know is really responsive and really provides for them to feel better, to act better, to think better, and to just be, you know, say, hey, overall, my muscles are growing and I'm feeling fantastic. It's just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the second that, like, the, the, even tonight, there were several people who have gone through a health crisis just because, you know, there's some older athletes and it's just going to happen. And they've recovered very well. I, I think that there's really their lifestyle has a lot to do with it some serious health conditions, and they've come back very well. So, I mean, there's just so many benefits, as Mark was saying. It's just remarkable. Um, th- this lifestyle is health. It's health-promoting. I wish the public knew more how important all of this is. Uh, and that's really one of my missions. This is well-aging. This is the lifestyle for that. Yeah, no doubt, and I would agree with that. And, you know, we talk about it all the time, and not directly in those words, but, I mean, when we highlight our masters athletes and you know they are in their 50s 60s and plus and they're still competing and doing phenomenal things I mean the message is inherent in that is you know you take care of your body your body's going to take care of you 
And uh, you know, yeah, guys, I know there's always the exceptions to the rule, but as as a as a basic principle, I mean, it's right can't get around it. Um, yes. And, and uh, so. Yes. They have a goal to improve. Like, how, how many people at 60, 70, 50, 60, 70 have a goal that just drives them, gets them up in the morning, gets them to do this? And that's part of, you know, it, it's both physical but mental, you know, that, and those life lessons also apply outside of bodybuilding into, you know, they've got, they're engaged, fully engaged into something. You just feel the energy. People really, everyone has come here, I feel their energy. It's, and you see it. It's not just the way they look. And even though they're on a diet, the excitement, and and so it's a whole package. I love it. That's awesome. And actually, we've got so we've got a listener question that's tagging right along with the um, flow of conversation right now. This one is from Brent. And uh, anyone who wants to chime in on this one, feel free. He says it is motivating to see natural athletes doing work in later years. How hard is it to start weight training in your older years? Is it harder on the joints and muscles? And so uh, Brent's uh, about to be 48 next month, so happy early birthday, Brent. But, guys, thoughts on Brent's question. How hard is it to start weight training in your older years? Is it harder on the joints and muscles? This is Eric. I'll start with that. And, um, you know, I, I think if you grade it, to your ability, and you want to do that, and you want to start slow and, and really a limited amount. And um, I mean, I think you should grade it to your ability to where you are right then, and slowly ramp it up um, and work on technique. Don't worry about the weight at first. Um, I mean, I think that's really my advice. You know, I'm a, my other job besides being a personal trainer, which I've done for a long time, an occupational therapist, and um, strength means so much for function. If you can't get up, if you can't transfer and you're older and you're ill, a lot of that is purely strength. And so it, it's so important, you know, but you start where you are. And, you know, it's okay if it's almost no weight. I could barely, like I said, I could barely do Tenica's workout and shoulders. I would even do the same workout without weight even if I had to. Just, I mean, it's okay. You just slowly, it wouldn't start with that, but I'm talking about me now as a trained athlete, I can't use much weight and do what she did. And um, so you want to start off with, with what you can do reasonably. And I don't have everything to add to that, Mark, but that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I think it yeah, it just comes down to, you know, not uh, a bad thing maybe to do is to listen to a current bodybuilder with the weights and stuff that they do, as Eric was saying, and try to replicate that because that's very hard. You have to remember someone explained that to you who's got 15, 20 years of in that business. So just starting off the weights, but it's there available for everybody. Uh, I'm uh, I'm in my late mid years, should I say, um, and I found it <laughs> considerably beneficial to go back to the gym. I uh, in the gym get told how what's it like to have a wife who can uh, lift much heavier than you. I just laugh. She's the bodybuilder. I'm not. So having those weights, making sure you learn the stability of your body and your core, that that you're in the right positions. But it's there for all ages. Um, we see on the TV people in their ages going to that age still being fit and going to the gym. It's open for everybody. Uh, I think where the restrictions are is in those real early years when you're an infant growing up where, where your body is not quite settled, still forming. There's a bit of a risk there, hence why you don't see a lot of kids in the gym, of course. But once that structure is formed, um, I think it's open for all ages. And the muscle mass that some of these 60-plus-year-old bodybuilders have is 
would put a lot of 21-year-olds to shame. It is just unbelievable. I I agree. It's shocking. That should be the, you know, I think the public would be just so amazed and would love it. And and the wild thing, I mean, this is always the wild thing, you know, some people are intimidated with bodybuilding. If they saw the people, everyone in clothes even, if everyone looks pretty normal, they don't look enormous when they're contest ready. They look, you know, people have looked, they take a lot of pictures. You know, like we're having a mixer tonight, and they look, and they can't be the same person that looks like a monster on stage, and it really is, and they look beautiful in person. And uh, but as Mark said, especially they really have a lot of muscle, and very very impressive, and they're natural in doing this. So anyway, anyone can benefit from it. You just want to start out. You want to grade your activity and slowly ramp it up, slowly. And I always started very you know slowly as a trainer, and the same as an occupational therapist. Um, you you and you can have remarkable results. Take your time and work on technique. And your diet, of course. Yes, diet too. There you go. Yes. <laughs> and your diet, of course. And I hope all you guys out there have been. Work those health, you know, for your health. So, absolutely. Yes. Yes. So I much hope all you guys much, out there have been taking notes. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah. Muscle start in the kitchen, not on on your dinner plate, not in the gym. There you go. That does make it <laughs> I love it. I well, love it. Wild. You can't tell at all Working that Mark is a nutritionist. Yes. He knows his stuff. I mean, his level of, of knowledge is fantastic. Um, you know, but really, like, working, it, it, for me, it's a huge dichotomy. Like, I see these tremendous athletes here, right? And then working in healthcare, you can get a skewed view that aging is difficult and people are non-functional. And, but this shows you an ideal state where it really can be, you know, people can really, really age well. So, you know, seeing both worlds, this is really the way to go. This is really where you want to be. You want to be, you know, emphasize your health. You don't have to be a bodybuilder, but you want to engage in these activities in whatever extent you can. Yes, I That's agree. And a lot, I mean, just, just a lot of other additional benefits, um, you know, stronger bones, greater mobility, um, better balance. Then the list goes on and on and on. But I digress because... The uh, Girl Crush continues on for Tinica. We already had the uh, comments on the biceps earlier from Jessica, and now we are uh, carrying on um, from Dana. She says, how could she look like that and be natural, not hating? She's jacked, in all caps, exclamation, 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 hashtag congrats. That's from Dana. And then we have a question here from Belinda. Um, she's saying, what changes can a woman expect from weight training and lifting heavy weights? Are there any health risks that can be negative? From my experience so, oh. for 18 years, weights are our best friend whatever age. Look, completely natural. I've been... I grew up on a farm. I ran around the farm. At school, I did athletics, swimming, dragon boating, tennis, netball, touch rugby. Um, when I hit university, netball was just too hard to get to, so I joined a gym. So I've been active my entire life. I transformed my body once I hit the gym, though. So I've been pretty lean my whole life. Um, loved, loved, loved the particular weight training. When I could do 20 chin-ups, I was like, I weigh. 55 kilos or 115 pounds, I think. Oh, I can't work it out. But um, no, 20 chin-ups naturally oh, no. with my own body weight. Um, 
and that was only after five years of training in the gym. Um, I've got a passion for it. I turn up to the gym and absolutely smash myself more days than not. So I don't, if I turn up and I'm half-assed or not quite there, I'll do it anyway. It may not be as heavy. I might drop a weight, uh, down a weight. Um, the reps may not be that great, but I'll still do it. So, um, yes, it's great for everybody. And those that are really into it, six days a week, fabulous. Uh, those that can't make it that often, three to four days, you'll still get results. Uh, if you can't lift heavy because it's not in your genetics and things just feel really hard, look, I'm lifting lighter weights for higher reps, time under tension. If you can at least lift a weight for a minute with quality technique and your muscles start shaking on the last three to four reps, it's heavy enough. It's a different strategy. It doesn't always have to be heavy. The muscles don't know how much weight you're lifting, but your body can feel it. So change up the dynamics of your training. Shorten your rest periods. You'll go into um, a cardio workout as well as a hypertrophy. So another strategy of mine is uh, not to lift as heavy, but go for that minute. Do a 40-second break, go for another minute. Do a 40-second break, go for it. Look, even three to four rounds of that and your muscles are shaking, move on to the next exercise. So it doesn't always have to be heavy. So um, Google search different strategies, time under tension training, um, eccentric loading, um, high reps, muscle gains, things like that, and you'll come up with other strategies. Seriously, there's so many different ways to train. And I haven't been injured in the gym I've come close to feeling things tweak and stop. So if I'm doing a heavy session, I start to feel things are just about to go, stop right there. And then I get off the machine and my, my body's had enough. So, um, yeah, that's a little two cents from me. <laughs> nice. Who else has got some uh, thoughts around that question? Oh, she said it perfectly well. That's why I think she should have her own show. She, she trains that way. It really is like watching a martial artist. And when I was training, it took so much concentration to try and, you know, train in the style. The Tenica Mark was also kind of you know, giving me some tweaks. Um, and it's different. When you do something different, um, you're going to feel it. And that's why, really, this, this mixing of people at the Natural Olympia is really unbelievable. You pick up these, these great tips from, from top athletes. You, that's the thing. You just don't get this. You do a local show. You, you go to your normal gym. You're not going to get the same experience of work, you know, really getting a chance to mix with the best in the world. I, I just love it. You see what what really gets them there. Everyone does a different method, but you're really picking up little. Because I'll think about, believe it or not, that little shoulder session. I'll think about that all year. Okay, train strictly. You put the mind in the muscle. Control the weight coming down. I'm going to be thinking about that all year. It's a great lesson. It's unbelievable. Can I jump in awesome. on that? You sure can. I, I'd really appreciate that, Dad. Thank you. Um, you one of the things, and, and you and you should, KP, because you've got some extremely large muscles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was uh, going to bring up the part about uh, a lot of things I've seen. Like like Eric was saying, we, we see a lot and we know a lot, and a lot of it we don't share because usually people don't have this kind of form to bring that information out. So I, I love the fact that we have the show in, in general. But one of the things I've learned is that some people are lifting with the intent to make up for lost time. And a lot of times that's where the injuries occur. And it's really frightening when you watch the, them trying to keep up with the people that basically brought them into the gym instead of being walked in with the understanding that they're lifting 
with uh, no experience, so their muscles have no experience with lifting weight. And that's a big difference when you're, you know, you have someone that's been uh, skilled and, and crafted to, to lift, and then somebody that's basically walking in and out of the door trying to lift like the person that brought them in. You know, they, they've been motivated motivated by that person, but that doesn't mean that they're lifting correctly with that person because they're trying to make up for that lost time. And it, it's frightening. And, uh, guys, really, take your time, learn your muscle, let your muscle learn what you're doing, and then go from there because it's not going to happen overnight. Yes? Absolutely nope, right. You got 100%. it. Totally. I mean, even fresh okay. clients. Um, month one, we're basically at, at the basics. Month two, they're starting to get some awesome strength gains. By month three, they're doing PBs they've never never done before. By month four, they taper in because they're trying to pull heavier and heavier. And I'm so glad being a trainer that I can watch that because I can see their body starting to fail. And that's when I'm, I pull them back and say, okay, now it's time to taper just for a little while because we've loaded to your peak. We just need to fluctuate here for a little bit and take a steadier ride. But you're right. People just think, oh, PB every time. It's just so not achievable and it's not good for the body. So uh, if you have a good mate or anyone who can at least give you um, some feedback or, or just intuitively within yourself, I'm having a really bad week. You know what? Embrace it. Change it up a bit. Lighten the weight. Change your reps and just have a bit of a tapering week before trying to um, step it up again. All right, folks, and there you have it. Um, real quickly here, uh, we listeners are wondering, Eric, where do they find your pictures? Do you have a gallery of your progress through the years? Um, we have some folks trying to learn more about you on their end. Oh, well, um, first of all, they can look, I, I put most of the stuff, I guess, out in, on Facebook uh, public-wise. So please, you know, feel free to connect with it anytime because, again, I'm doing this, you know, I love competing. I've worked out 40 years, competed 34. <clears throat> and, and I know I was actually not bad by 15, but I can't say I'm not the greatest pro or anything like that. But um, I do want to show that you can do this. You can have a family. You can have a career. Um, you can balance things. And besides doing the, you know, com- you know competition and working, you know, run my department in occupational therapy, um, I also, you know, doing a lot of writing for magazines, the editor and photographer. So, I mean, I'm trying to balance a lot of things. And so you could still do a little bit of everything. I'm trying to show you can, you know, live a balanced lifestyle. But feel free to contact me. Facebook's probably the easiest way. I have lots of pictures on there. I like to do pictures out in public, um, like in the, uh, at the beach. Even though it's freezing, it looks nice, but it's really cold a lot of times. But uh, I like to combine nature and the photography. I'll put a lot of pictures out from the Olympia, that kind of thing. But, yeah, please feel free to contact me, you know, because I'm trying to – that's the, the great thing the camera did. It, you know, it was sort of an icebreaker to meet everyone backstage. That's the thing I noticed, and that's what I really like to connect with people. So that's what, um, you know, I really want to do and show the public, you know, the benefits of the lifestyle. So please feel free to contact me. All right, awesome. So that's how you can find Eric Lipton. Um, check him out on Facebook. And then, Tenica, you also have a uh, an athlete's page as well, I believe, on Facebook. Can you let folks know where they can be following you? Yeah, it is still my name, by the way. Look on Facebook. Get um, I've got two, so. Yeah, it's, it is my name. It's Tanika Hindman, PT, PNBA Pro Figure. It's still my name. It should come up pretty fresh in the search. 
All right, awesome. And then is is Mark on Bella duty or is he still nearby? <laughs> he must have. Yeah, I'm on. You get another guest. Yes, sorry, I do have to, I do have daddy duties. Yes, hold on. But mommy just come to the rescue. I love it. Yeah, I I have and, uh, uh, Mark Salford, I do post that both personal and, let's say, business and family and nutrition and sporting stuff on my personal site and also Mark Salford, PH Nutrition uh, on P- on uh, Facebook as well. All right, there you have it, folks. So you should be able to track down all three of them on Facebook and check them out. A lot of great information all around. Last question here, guys. Actually, two questions. If we if we uh, have the time, we're going to run short here a little bit. But Kelly is looking for some thoughts on blood flow restriction lifting. What do you guys think about that? Can you talk on that one? Can Can you just repeat the question, please, Des? Blood flow restriction lifting. I've never heard of it. What is it? So basically, and Eric, you may have a better, yeah, you're going to have, or Eric or Kaylin, it's where you, um, you know, basically tie off a muscle group that you're focusing on lifting so that you are restricting the blood flow to that area. The idea to get a big pump afterwards, I believe, and I guess increase your vascularity, I believe. I I don't know. I don't do it myself, but I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I I don't know enough about that. Kaylin, what about you? Okay, KP. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying there's a lot wrong with that. Uh, I, it's like I, I would liken it to having somebody choke you, and then right before you pass out, you know, they, they let you get the air back and say, well, you know, how do you feel? And you say, well, I feel great now that you stopped choking. I, I mean, it, it does a lot to the blood pressure. There's a lot of things that happen with the body. I mean, you get into fight-or-flight mode, so there's an increased cortisol. There's a lot of uh, negatives that happen from this uh, positive that a lot of people were bragging about. I don't see any benefit to it that would outweigh the negative effect, and I'm not a fan. I'm simply just not a fan. Sounds like it could be risky, but, you know, I, I never know. I never um, discount, you know, possible benefits, but uh, I, not something I use myself. And, uh, KP, I didn't answer because I was, I, I've never heard of it. I'm actually quite scared to answer. I wouldn't understand why anybody would want to shut blood flow off from any part of the body for any yes, reason. That's my point. Yes, sir. That's my point. There's no significant reason. Uh, there's so many bad things that could happen. Especially with people in, in a hermit, with uh, high blood pressure, the heart disease, the last thing you want to do is restrict the blood flow even more when they don't even know how bad health they're in already. So, you know, it sounds, it, it was a gimmick from the day one, and some people saw some results from it, and all of a sudden it, it's like this keto stuff they got going on now, where it yeah. sounded good for one person, and all of a sudden everybody's willing to try it not really considering the risks that might be with it. Yeah. I think, I think KP, trying to visualize the body function as a result of doing this, so we, we stop flow, um, we lose yes. weight, we, we build pressure, 
and we appear that yes. we're getting a pump, but we're physically strangling the ligament. We're strangling yes. the muscle. We have no flow around our body that God gave us the intention to grow from. It just sounds to exactly. me to be going to put people in hospital. Yeah. It, it does. Yeah. It you does. All right. Well, <clears throat> hopefully, uh, Kelly, that, that gives you some perspective there. And uh, as with all things, continue to do your homework, continue to do your research, and and take it from there. So we've got about four minutes left. Last question. Tenika, Eric, so you guys have done everything you can do um, to have your bodies ready for the show. You're just tweaking, polishing at this point. But what do you do to make sure that you can maintain your mental and emotional focus coming into a show this big? Tanika? Well, Tanika uses me as a punch bag for a stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, I've put my daughter with him so my daughter can kick him while I get the big bed and sleep stress-free. Come I get a good night's sleep. So our sleep is important. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know what, for me, it's right. really seeing everybody, I was so excited. Even registration, I would pay just to go to the registration. It is so exciting to see people. Um, there's no nerves. There's no pressure. Um, it, it's just like a, it, for me, it's like a big party. I really want to thank the Caicos for putting all this together, to have the vision to put this together, to get a chance to meet people like Tenika and Mark that I never would have met uh, otherwise. And um, this is such a great event. But there's no pressure. I mean, it's just sheer excitement. However it goes on stage, it goes. Become very good friends with a lot of the competitors. It, it doesn't matter. I don't feel any pressure. Um, just want to go out there and have a good time. Preparation of meals, actually. Um, if it's all sorted, my I'm, I'm easy because I watch the clock, eat the next meal, put my feet up, relax. So on comp day, most Definitely. If it's already done, first thing, no stress. So the night before, meal prep. Can't stress enough how important it is to actually have it all done. Um, yeah, just to walk in, drink yeah. free, and have it all, just knowing that your body is fueled and ready for action. And she looks it too, by the way. She looks relaxed. She's calm. We, we, you know, I don't feel stressed in Tenneco when she's doing this either. Same thing. I agree. All right, so no stress. So, guys, thanks so much for taking the time to join us and share about your experience, upcoming experience that you're going to have at the Olympia and how it's been going for you so far. We wish you guys the best of everything, and we're going to be watching. So just get out there and crush it. Thanks, team. Thanks so much, and thank you for you. what you guys do natural bodybuilding. Your show is fantastic. I've listened to it for a long time. Really appreciate you both. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And listener land, on behalf of everybody on the line tonight and the boys from P4P Muscle, your body is a temple. (laughs) So let's build it. With Snickerdoodle Cheesecake.